Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hello, and welcome to Finish Well Radio. I'm your host, Meredith Curtis, and I am so excited that you're here today with me because we are going to talk about superheroes, and I love superheroes, not the Marvel superheroes. I love God superheroes, and one of my favorites is St. Patrick, and so we are going to travel back in time, and we are going to learn about superhero Patrick, an apostle to Ireland, as we have one other life lessons from ancient history. Now, today we say superhero. In the olden times, people who were just amazing and did mighty exploits for the Lord were called saints. And St. Patrick is truly a superhero. He didn't start out life as a saint, as a superhero. He actually lived in Rome-occupied Great Britain. And his father was a civil magistrate, a tax collector, but he was also a Christian and a church deacon. And his name was Calpomius. And he and his wife, Patrick's parents, were a very, very godly couple. They were Romans, and they had a lot of money, but they gave a lot of money away, and they served God, and they lived very holy lives. Now, Patrick did not walk with God like his parents, and so he spent a lot of his time drinking and gambling and, you know, doing things he shouldn't do with women, and he was just a bad sort, and his parents prayed for him regularly. They were so sad, and they really wanted him to come to Christ. Well, anyway... They were in their vacation villa by the sea when he was 16 years old, and pirates attacked. The city went up in flames, and he managed to be caught. Some people escaped, but he was caught by the pirates, and he was taken back to Ireland, and he was sold as a slave. Now, in Ireland, he was sold to a Druid tribal chieftain. So this man had a lot of power, he had a lot of wealth and flocks, and Patrick's job was to shepherd the flocks, to take care of the sheep, and while he was in that situation of caring for the animals in this heathen environment, this heathen household, he remembered his parents and how good they were and how loving they were and how kind they were. And he remembered their faith in God. And he remembered everything they had poured into his heart. And he cried out one day, Lord, please save me. I am so sorry. I've sinned against you. Now I'm a servant. I want to be right with you. I want to, I want to serve you. I want to know you. Here is my life. And he gave his heart to Christ. And from that moment on, he decided, okay, God has me here in Ireland as a shepherd. I'm going to be the very best shepherd I can be. And so they teased him and called him holy boy, but he didn't care. He remembered all the scripture that had been stored in his heart and he shared it with the people around him. And they just thought he was crazy. Then one night he had a dream, and in the dream, 
he felt like the Lord was saying that if you get to the coast, you will escape. I'll, I'll put you on a boat and you will escape. Now, he had to walk a long ways to the coast. And by the way, he was 22. So this was six years later. Now, I don't know where in that time he gave his heart to Christ, but I imagine it wasn't too soon after um, he was a slave. And so... Um, It wasn't just like overnight, you know, he became a Christian and then the Lord said, okay, I'm going to give you your freedom. But he was a slave as a a Christian slave for quite a long time. And anyway, he traveled 200 miles to the coast. So, you know, that was several days travel by foot. He probably had to hide out, sleep, you know, out under the stars and all of that stuff. He ended up getting to the coast and he ended up on this boat and first they weren't going to take him but then they decided to take him and there's a whole story there but I'm not going to go into that because what happened is the boat was traveling and they ran out of food and they stopped on an island and there was no food there and so the captain of the ship said to St. Patrick listen you call yourself a Christian pray to your God and ask him to provide food so Patrick said okay and he prayed to his God which is our God too and the Lord provided a herd of pigs just suddenly out of nowhere came and so they were able to kill the pigs and eat them and so that was probably one of his very first miracles maybe there were more in Ireland but it's the first that we know of After that, they took him home to Britain, and his family and friends were so excited to see him. Now, his parents had passed away, but he was able to see other family members. And when he was there, he was still a faithful Christian, went to church, began to be raised up as a leader, and he felt called to be a priest. So he had to go and study to be a priest, and then he studied even more to become a bishop. And and during all that time of study... He was serving congregations and caring for their needs, their physical needs, their spiritual needs, and growing, growing, growing in his ministry. So in that time, before he actually became a bishop, you know, when he felt that call to be a priest, he had another dream. And in this dream, instead of escaping from Ireland, the Lord was actually calling him. He saw these Irish people who were lost in their sin. And, and they were calling out, come and share the good news to us. And so he just took that in his heart and he shared that with some of his spiritual mentors. And they said, now is not the time you need to prepare. So he just kept serving and ministering and preparing. And finally, in 433, he found himself in Ireland. He had finally gotten permission to go and he was settled there he had some men with him and it was the vernal equinox which was a high holy day for the druids they worshiped satan and patrick and his men worshiped jesus well it turned out that they fell on the same day as easter so the way that they celebrated this druid holy day is that the head chief had to be the first one to light the bonfire. So that night, no bonfires could be lit until the this chief druid lit his bonfire. And so Patrick said, I don't think so. I'm going to light my bonfire to honor Jesus Christ. And so he made a big show of, about it. I'm going to light my bonfire to honor Jesus. And he lit it up and immediately... 
he was drawn before the Druid Council. They were like, what on earth are you doing? This is not allowed. Anyway, I'm going to tell you the rest of the story when we get back from a word from our sponsor. Now that I'm a grandfather, I love seeing my son pass on a godly heritage to his sons. Part of that godly heritage is learning about Christian heroes who have surrendered to Jesus and impacted the world around them. Celebrate Our Christian Heroes will equip you to teach your children about Christian heroes in a creative way by having a Heroes for Jesus party. To learn more about or purchase Celebrate Our Christian Heroes, please visit our website, powerlineprod.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-L-I-N-E-P-R-O-D.com. And don't forget to inspire your children to greatness. Powerline Productions. Being world changers, raising world changers. You've been listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Now back to your host, Meredith Curtis. So anyway, I told you that he had lit this fire in honor of Jesus, even though it was illegal. It was against their custom and against their law in Ireland for him to light that bonfire. So the next thing is he finds himself at this Druid council and there's Druid priests there and they are all accusing him. So they finally say, what do you have to say for yourself? And he quotes a scripture and he said, Lord, rise up and let your enemies be scattered. And at that point, one of the Druid priests who was pointing his finger at him just like shot against the wall, just like this force just threw him against the wall. And so all the priests were kind of looking at him like, where does this kind of power come from? And of course, that power comes from the Holy Spirit. God is the most powerful one. And the works of Satan are powerful, but the works of God are so much more powerful. So that was the beginning of a lot of power encounters where it was almost like he had... A ministry in Ireland like Elijah had with the priests of Baal on Mount Carmel where they were battling over. Do you remember the story where they're battling over who is the true God? And so the the Baals, you know, they set their sticks and they make, you know, they get all ready and they pray for Baal to light their fire. And all day they're praying and chanting and cutting themselves and doing self-harm and all this stuff to worship Satan. But the, the Baal gods are not true gods. And they did not light the fires. And then Elijah comes along and he pours water over the sticks and then he prays a simple prayer and the Lord sends the fire and burns up the offering. And it's so beautiful because with God, it's not about 
us twisting his arm. Okay, Lord, if I cut myself, will you notice that I'm serious? But God loves us. His heart is inclined to us. He wants to hear us. And Patrick knew that. And he moved in confidence in the power of God. And when they would say, you know, I worship Satan and I'm powerful and I'm demonized and all this stuff, Patrick would say, you are no match for the true living God. And he was very quiet and confident in his faith. And he had a lot of showdowns with the Druid priests. It was quite exciting. The fruit of his ministry is that Ireland became a strongly Christian nation. And they are a testimony of the faithfulness and compassion of God. Because what happens? Patrick is kidnapped and taken as a slave to a pagan nation and he does give his life to the Lord there the circumstances do cause him to cry out to God and he is used by God in that people notice him but they just make fun of him they don't come to Christ there's no revival there's no converts that we know of but then he goes back home he is trained and filled with wisdom and filled with experience in pastoring and caring for people and then what does God say come to Ireland and win these people and in the power and authority with the word of God with the Holy Spirit with faithful men with him he is able to bring the light of the gospel throughout the island of Ireland and he's able to battle with the Druid priests, not in his strength, but in the power of God, and see that the power of Druidism shattered in the nation of Ireland. And that is just so, so, so exciting. So what can we learn today from St. Patrick and his life, or our superhero, Patrick? Well, the first thing is that God allows trials to remove the dross and prepare us for the call on our life. So when bad things happen to us, our first response is, Lord, get me out of this situation. And I know that's my first response. Or, you know, sometimes we think, what have I done? Why why is this happening to me? If I was a good girl, if I was a good Christian, then everything would be going well. But that's not what the Bible tells us. The Bible tells us that trials purify our faith. And so when trials come... They have a way of bringing things to the surface and we say, yikes, I didn't realize I was so selfish. Lord, take away my selfishness. Or, wow, I didn't realize I had so much pride in me. Or, wow, Lord, the same thing is happening to me that I've judged other people for. Will you please, please forgive me? I don't want to be judgmental anymore. And so whatever is something that is down in your heart that you don't know is there, Trials have a way to bring that to the surface, and they also prepare us for the call on our life because the world is a broken place. The world, we live in a fallen world. If you want to know if we live in a fallen world, just turn on the news, just read the newspaper, just go on a news on the internet, a news site. And you will cry because there is so much evil in the world. Why? Because we live in a fallen world. And so the people that you minister to as a Christian live in a fallen world. And no matter what our call in our life is, is we are called first and foremost to live for Jesus and to share his good news, his word, with believers and with unbelievers. And so one of the things that happened to Patrick 
is that he stopped being so focused on sin and God got his attention and he turned his gaze back on the Lord and then he began to live a holy life and he got his freedom and he was able to get back to places where there were Christians who could train him, who could disciple him, who could mentor him. But then God put a love in his heart for sinners. He didn't just want to stay in the comfortable place. He wanted to go back to this dark place of Ireland and reach the heathen there. And God just put that love in his heart. And God wants to put a love in your heart for lost people. They might be your son or daughter. They might be a parent. They might be a spouse. They might be a friend. They might be a neighbor. But God wants you to have compassion and love in your heart for the lost because he wants to use you, just like he used St. Patrick, to reach them. And another thing that I think we can learn from St. Patrick's life is that God is more powerful than the devil. That's so often we think, you know, it's a kind of a contest, like, you know, a football game between two, you know, really well-matched teams. Oh, which one will win? No, there's no question. Jesus Christ always defeats Satan. He defeated Satan on the cross. He always defeats Satan. Jesus will always defeat Satan. It is not an equal match. Jesus is far superior at his name, every knee will bow. He has crushed Satan under his feet. And we have to remember that sometimes we can be scared of the devil. We can be scared of trials. We can be scared of evil. But the truth is, Jesus is stronger. And as Patrick learned, his word is true. Did you know that Jesus's word God's word, the Bible, the scriptures is true. His promises are all true. His promises are all amen in Christ Jesus. So if there's something in the word of God and you read it, it is true. And you can stand on the promises of God. And that's what Patrick did many times in his power encounters. He stood on the promises of God. So I hope that you can look at St. Patrick and say, wow, what a great man of God. And he can inspire you to draw closer to the Lord to read his word and to be transformed by the power of God. And I just want to encourage you to check out our our show notes. This is episode 109, Superhero Patrick, Life Lessons from Ancient History. And you'll see there that at the end of our notes, you can sign up for our newsletter and you can get your free copy of 100 Homeschool Hacks. And so I encourage you, their link is right there. Just click on that link and sign up. And also... I have some of our curriculum is there. All our curriculum is Christ-centered. We want students, we want your children, your teenagers to grow up loving Jesus, serving him, and knowing truth. And so we've created Bible studies and curriculum and all kinds of products to be able to do that. You can check out all of our products at PowerlineProd.com. And I thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And I look forward to seeing you, to speaking and listening to you um, in a couple weeks. Please feel free to email Laura or I, Laura at PowerlineProd.com. Meredith at PowerlineProd.com. Let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know your comments, your questions, or comment below at the bottom of our show notes. God bless you. See you next time. 
Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. 